plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Hello, everybody. How are you? It is Monday, the 24th of July. Training camp week is here. More shows. Getting really busy next week. And then the season's here. It is basically the season um, today. Again, Monday, July 24th, the Raiders rookies report. And then the all the vets report on Friday. Camp gets going in earnest on Saturday. So there's no media availability for until Friday. So you don't know who's going, who's there. There's really not a lot going on, at least publicly. Um, you know, the big news today is maybe the lack of news. Um, there's only a handful of rookies who are unsigned, and two of them are Oakland Raiders. One is Garon Conley, and the other is Obi. I don't say Obi's last name because I would screw it up. I'll I'll figure it out though. Goal is by this week one. Um, you know we know what's going on with Conley as far as there's allegations, uh, investigation in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, rape allegations. Um, his attorney said on May first that he thought the investigation would take six to eight weeks. Well, today is twelve weeks. And that's four weeks after the, you know, the, the, the late estimation. So, you know, he's unsigned. I wouldn't be surprised the Raiders sign him before this thing gets done. But, I mean, the Raiders have to be quietly nervous that this thing is dragging on so long. Um, I'm doing this podcast. It's like 11, 12 a.m. on the West Coast. So, you know, we may find out. I don't know. I, I'm not going to speculate about the investigation, but maybe the signing. Again, they could maybe sign him with some language, that's some protection language in there. I wouldn't be surprised if he signs today. I'd be really surprised if Obi doesn't sign today. I mean, come on. What are you waiting for? Second round pick, get it done. Rookie contracts are really easy to get done. So, um, But again, back to the timeline. I think I'm going to write for my, at my gig at FanRag Sports something on the Conley situation today. I have phone calls out to his attorney and to the Cleveland Police Department. I haven't heard back from either one. We'll see how that goes. Thanks for listening to Locked On Raiders with Bill Williamson, part of the fastest podcast network on the Internet. Been doing this podcast for almost a year now. We're covering the Raiders kind of on a daily basis in some form or another for about nine years. Really, thank you guys for listening. This is your show. 
like you send me ideas, you send me Twitter questions. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I want to thank SeatGeek. We're going to talk about SeatGeek a little later in the show. If you think your local company is a fit for just locked on Raiders, doesn't have to be Bay Area. Raider Nation's deep. We're going to talk about that in a minute as well. Um, send me a email at Bilco95, and we can talk about our very reasonable rates. It's Bilco95 at MSN.com. Check out Matt Williamson's Locked On the NFL. Check out Locked On NFL Draft. Only year-round NFL Draft podcast. How cool is that? Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Send me your Twitter questions at NFL. Today is from Clayton Baratola. Baratera. Hope I didn't screw up your name. I probably did. No disrespect. Clayton wants to know, what's up with Alden Smith? And and I don't mean to laugh, but, I mean, I don't know, guys. I mean, ever since that thing happened in, in March, I believe it was, where his girlfriend reportedly got a DUI, and he was in it, and he talked to the media, and it was in the morning, and he looked like he was highly intoxicated. And that was after several hours after being held in jail. He didn't do anything wrong, but they held him because he was apparently intoxicated. Well, we know owns issues with that, and the league knows it. That's the most important thing. I mean, I don't like speculating on this. I, I checked into it last week. I didn't hear back anything. When you don't hear back on things, it means people really don't want to talk about anything. There's nothing to say. Um, you know, until otherwise... I would say, assuming that Alden's not playing this year, I mean, you would think that they would know. I mean, if he's had a chance to go to camp, you think they'd say something this week, and I just don't know if that's going to happen. Never say never, but there's no been no real indications anything's going to change. But thanks for that question. Send me your Twitter questions at B Williamson NFL. So we got a little news and notes. You know, we didn't do. We haven't done a show since last Monday. Um, you know, taking a little break before camp. Um, kind of a cool thing, and as a no-brainer, Khalil Mack signs a deal to represents Mack Trucks. Perfect, natural, right? Awesome. Good guy deserves everything he gets. Talked a little bit about Raider Nation being so deep. Well, Marshawn Lynch, they put out a thing. The, the top-selling, I, I don't know if it's, I guess it's this offseason, top-selling jerseys right now in each state. And Marshawn Lynch had more more states than Tom Brady. I mean, he basically had the whole West Coast. So uh, people are excited about Marshawn Lynch being a Raider. So it, it extends further than, than just Oakland. So that's kind of fun. I mean, it doesn't mean anything wins or losses, but it's just kind of cool and fun. Um, what else we got? Here's a name to maybe keep an eye on, and that's Arthur Jones, defensive lineman, been hurt, played for the Ravens and the Colts. You know, the Raiders need some help on the defensive line. He's supposed to be healthy in a few weeks. Maybe they look at him. I'm just speculating. I'm not reporting anything, but maybe he's the guy they look at. But, again, just keep an eye on that. It's, it's, it's no real reporting. 
But this is what I want to talk about right now. And then we're going to get into our final rankings. One to five. And I think there's a couple of surprises as far as... Just as far as placement. I mean, you know who the five guys are by now. But um, there's there's some interesting placement, I thought. So anyways, I want you guys to listen to this. A little message from the great people at Seek Geek. Let me get my spiel ready for you. Sorry, a little computer difficulty right there. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you... Boy, I am having computer problems today. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. I actually just used SeatGeek to buy San Francisco Giant tickets. It was so easy. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And uh, get you the most bang for your buck. SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of tickets, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. $20. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LONFL. Do that today. That's promo code LONFL for $20 off on your first SeatGeek purchase. I want to thank them again. Really good company. And I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for hopefully enjoying these rankings. Um, we're wrapping it up because it's kind of wrapping up the off season, really. So it's kind of a big day here on Lockdown Raiders with Bill Williamson. Let's go. Number five. There's four offensive players. There's four offensive players in six to ten, and there's one defensive player per servant. So the Raiders are very offensive heavy. Number five, Mr. Rodney Hudson. Tough, smart, kind of the engine to the offense type of guy. Very good. Reggie McKenzie spent a lot of money on him. Um, two years ago, got him from Kansas City, and, and it's really helped the Raiders' offense. So Mr. Hudson is number five. Here, here might be a, a surprise. Number four, I'm going with Amari Cooper. You know, I, I would think that I always say, you know, it, it's Carmack and Cooper in the future of this team, but I just don't know if Cooper's the third best player on this team right now. Um, we want to see, and he's only 23. I think he's terrific. He's, he just turned 23 in June. 
He has two years NFL experience under his belt, and he's made a lot of plays. He's shown that he's a good NFL player already. Let's see him take. There's a lot of good receivers out there. I don't think he's an elite receiver yet. I think he has the ability. Some scouts are worried about how he kind of dipped in the second half of his first two seasons in the NFL after being a star at Alabama. First year, there were some injuries. Last year, not so much. I know he's binged up, but Jack Dorio said after the season, no, that, that wasn't the reason why. So um, let's not make this a three-year trend, Amari. Let's, let, let's, you know, you've gotten a little stronger in, in the offseason. Let's see you really be a playmaker for 16 games. And, and then into January, frankly, as well. I mean, if you look at his stats the last – Half of last season, he didn't. He was average, maybe even less than average for most of those games. So um, he had a big game against Tampa Bay, and that was the Raiders' eighth game. And then after that, didn't do a whole lot. But again, I'm not banging on him. He's 23. He has a lot of ability. He's the fourth best Raider right now. Number three, Kowalski Osemele. That's where I think we might be surprised, but he's so good. He's just a badass. He signed him last year, you know, put a lot of money in their interior offensive line, and it's probably the best interior offensive line in the NFL. I mean, Gabe Jackson was my the other guard who just signed a big contract with the Raiders. He was number six, so you got three offensive linemen in your top six. So Mr. Assembly is number three. <coughs> Excuse me. Number two. Some of you may be surprised. I don't know. Khalil Mack. I think there's one guy better than him on the Raiders. Um, obviously, you know who that is. Khalil Mack's a great player. I think he's going to get better. I think he's going to get a lot better. I think he's going to have more signature plays. Um, Khalil Mack disrupts a lot of plays a lot of times. But I want to see him have more big signature plays. Some more J.J. Watt plays, more Von Miller plays. I mean, he was Defensive Player of the Year last year, and his defense that he was on stunk. I want to see him make a bigger impact, and I think he will as he gets older. I think last year's season by Khalil Mack will be looked at as an average season when we look at the end of his career. I really think that. Special player. Number one, there's one more special, special player on the Raiders. And, and I think the difference between Mack and number one and number two and number three is pretty deep. I think one and two are really good players. I think any NFL team would love to have these two players on their team. And it, it's Derek Carr. And I'm such a big Derek Carr fan. And I'm a big quarterback fan. In my world, Ty goes to the quarterback. So if, if Mac may be just as good, but the guy plays quarterback, well, that's that's where, you know, I'm going. You, you draft quarterbacks first, right? And he's so special. He's worth everybody. I think we've talked about Derek Carr so much this offseason. You know how I feel about him on and off the field. And he he's getting, he's getting better. He's still going to get better and better and better. And, I, you know, I had questions about Derek Carr going into even last season. I don't have questions about Derek Carr anymore. I don't. The only question is, can he become a Hall of Fame player? And I think that answer is yes. 
I mean, he, he conducts himself like one. He studies. I mean, there's no negative about Derek Carr at all. If you win a Super Bowl, Derek Carr and Khalil Mack are going to be big reasons. And he's going to be a Raider a long, long time. And he's just a special player, a special guy. And I always joke that, you know, he's these two guys are your reward for those 14 years of misery. And it was 12 years of misery when they came in. Things changed when those two dudes were drafted. Um, and it's just, you know, the Raiders are in great shape for the future. And those two guys are the biggest reason why. So I think it's a strong top five. I really do. I hope you enjoyed this series. I know I did. And thank you for listening. As always, you guys are great. Probably back tomorrow. I, this week's going to be kind of little wishy-washy but I'll, I'll probably be back tomorrow and then you know and then we're on for sure you know next week for sure but yeah um you'll, you'll be hearing from me this week again so thank you for listening guys i appreciate it i'm bill williamson this is locked on raiders Derek carr the best oakland raider Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.